Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Friday Night Dinner. Mini-sode. A mini-sode. Another one. Woo-woo. Um, so this is our first um, Sorting of Stars Hollow yeah. mini-sode. Yeah, our first in a series where we will sort slowly the characters of Stars Hollow into their respective Hogwarts houses where they, where we believe they belong along with what animal, magical animal, mm-hmm. we believe that they would bring to Hogwarts with them or yep. just own. Um, possibly one of their favorite spells. Their best school subject. Yes. And possibly their job in the wizarding world. Yeah. So just a little bit of background. Um, Morgan and I are huge Harry Potter fans. Huge. We've read the books a bajillion and one times. Um, we... We've seen all the movies. We're very, we're very into Harry Potter. We, we love all Harry the Potter. Trivia. Yes, we would, we would definitely dominate in all the trivia. And just a little more background. So I read Harry Potter. Oh geez, uh, it was right after we got back from Italy that one year when we first we saw the movie. So fun fact: we went to, as you all know, we went to a private school, and Harry Potter was kind of like when it came out, it was kind of a big no-no at our private school like you know because witchcraft and wizardry and stuff and we went to a private christian school so um and our parents just hadn't really heard of it so they didn't really like get us the books or take us to see it or anything but we were in italy and we were being babysat by some friends and they asked mom and dad if they could show us the first harry potter movie which had just come out on dvd so this was like early 2000s and we just loved it. And I particularly was like, I have to read these books. And so we got home and I remember that I got the first book right after that. And then I just sped through the series and I had to wait through for like books, I think like five, six and seven. And I got them on the days they came out and I had to read them. And, you know, so and then you and uh, our brother, Brent, they were you and Brent weren't as big of readers as I you aren't yeah. as big of readers as I am but those were I think the first books that we all really bonded those over those were the first books I probably ever like actively chose to read yeah those were the first books that I read and I was like oh maybe I like reading yes and we bonded sure. over them for sure like we all three loved them and it was something that we had in common and um so yeah so we love Harry Potter and we wanted to uh sort the the characters in Stars Hollow and Gilmore yeah. Girls into their houses. Combine some of our love. So um, before we start, um, I wanted to read a bit of the Sorting Hat song from book one, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's slash Sorcerer's Stone, depending mm-hmm. on if you're uh, European or not, um, to kind of give you guys that aren't as familiar with Harry Potter, maybe you've only seen the movies, a little bit of uh, background into the four houses. So here we go. You might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. You might belong in Hufflepuff, where they are just and loyal. Those patient Hufflepuffs are true and unafraid of toil. Or yet in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've a ready mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. Or perhaps in Slytherin, you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folks use any means to achieve their ends. So it's kind of a little bit of background. Um, and Morgan, do you want to share what house you would be in if you were to attend Hogwarts? So I've struggled with this particular question because <laughs> I feel like I have like some qualities of, of pretty much every house except Gryffindor, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like not that I'm like a complete wimp or like not courageous at all. No, you're but pretty just, brave. I feel like Gryffindor is not the house that I would probably be sorted into. Um, I've always leaned towards Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm evil, 
Because all, not all Slytherins are evil. No, I think Slytherin gets a bad rap, but it's not... But, like, you know, Slytherin house. is known for, like, um, like ambition. Mm-hmm. Um, They're cunning. Like, leadership, sort of. Um, like, whereas the other part of me is, like, I really enjoy learning. Yeah. So, like, that kind of fits with Ravenclaw. But I'm also very big with, like, justice and loyalty. Yeah. And that's Hufflepuff. Right. And so... I would be happy to be sorted into any of those three houses, to be honest. Um, but I feel like I've always gravitated more towards Slytherin. Um, just, so, so if the sorting yeah. hat was on your and hat, and also head, green is my favorite color. That's true. So, that helps. so if the sorting hat was on your head, like Harry in the first one, where it, he was like anyone but Slytherin, anyone but Slytherin, like would you be saying anything Please but give me Slytherin? Oh. <laughs> well, like the the thing, to be honest, though, is like I. I don't think that it would ever put me in Gryffindor. So yeah. I think I'd, have to, I'd almost be interested to see where I would get put if it like yeah. if I really could. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you feel like Slytherin, Slytherin is your place. Is probably just because like it says Slytherin values ambition, cunning, yeah. leadership, and resourcefulness, and I like that kind of stuff. I feel like that's you for sure. Yeah. But I could definitely see you being placed in like Hufflepuff as far as like loyalty. And, like, always being there for, like, your people. And I'm really big with justice. Yeah. And, like, things like that. For know? sure. But I feel like Slytherin has that um, yeah, side to it as it well. Yeah, has that to it as well. Yeah. Definitely, like, justice yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I have done all of the, the things on Pottermore <laughs> that can yeah. be done, pretty much. Um, and I am a Gryffindor through and through. I've taken the sorting quiz many a time which is actually surprising because I feel like I probably should have been sort I always thought I'd be sorted into Ravenclaw I was like I'm a big reader I'm really into like you know like the song says wit and learning like a ready mind I'm always I'm very much like I I always Mm. just thought that would be my house but I always but I can definitely get it Gryffindor yeah because it's like you're not just like some nerdy bookworm yeah like you also have like spunk and style to you yeah like um Nerve. You've yeah. got nerve, basically. Well, and I and I think it's because, and we'll share this in a later episode, but I feel like, like in college, my friends called me Hermione. Because, mm-hmm. like, Hermione's the same way. I feel like she should have probably, maybe could have been definitely in sorted Ravenclaw, in a Ravenclaw. Yeah. But throughout the series, you just see how brave she is. Yeah, and like how she, super brave. She puts, like, her, like, in the first book, you're like, she's all about the rules. And then by the second book, it's, like, out the window. And she's well, like... Well, it's kind of amazing, because I feel like Hermione is one of those people that could have been sorted into... Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, or even Slytherin. She's and Hufflepuff. Super, yeah. She's super resourceful. Yeah. Um, Hufflepuff, she's big on justice. Yes. You know, spew. Spew, yeah. Um, S-P-E-W. Yeah. yeah, like she she could have been anything. But I do think Gryffindor, it, it fits for her, it fits for you. Yeah. there's that spunk, there's that drive along with the intelligence, you know? Thank you. Yeah, I think I think brave at heart. I could, I could get behind that. Yeah. So... So that's just a little bit of background on our houses. Um, and throughout these episodes that we do, because we're going to do a bunch of them, we'll also be sharing like our favorite spells and what you know class we'd be best in. But we wanted to share our houses to give you, bo- you all a little bit of Good background. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to be doing a sorting of the suitors, mm-hmm. as I like to call it. Um, Luke, Dean, and Max. Uh, who do you want to start with? I think we should start with Max. Max? Okay, yeah. let's start with Max. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. So I said that I think Max would be a Ravenclaw. Um, 
but I so I I'm, I did like first house and and then they're like, like their second house kind yeah. of like your like your rising sign and your yeah <laughs> whatever sign. sign so I think Max would definitely be a Ravenclaw however I could definitely see him also being sorted into Hufflepuff mm-hmm. but I think he's a Ravenclaw because he's obviously like very intelligent he's a teacher he's very into like wit and learning like the song says <laughs> I also said that he's kind of, like he's boring which. Not to insult Ravenclaws, because I definitely think that Ravenclaw is my secondary house, mm-hmm. but I think that, like, throughout the series, we don't learn a lot about Ravenclaws. Like, they're not, like, really the only Ravenclaw that we encounter a lot of is Luna Lovegood. Yeah. Um, but maybe I said one he, of the Patils. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, or yeah, Cho, Cho Chang. Yeah. yeah. But um, I said that he's kind of a mixture of Flitwick and Lockhart, who were mm. um, teachers that were also Ravenclaw. So Flitwick was head of Ravenclaw. Um And then Lockhart was also in Ravenclaw. So Flitwick, yeah. So Flitwick uh, is a teacher, and he's like the music teacher. And then Lockhart is also a teacher in their second year. Charms teacher, thank you. Um, So I said he's kind of like Flitwick. He's a little like goofy and, Mm -hmm. you know, a periphery character. And then Lockhart in the sense that he's kind of like got his head in the clouds and is kind of like, you know, he believes in like fate and romance. And that's kind of how Lockhart is. Um, yeah. So I just said that that's I, why I think he's in that house. What about you? Um, I actually said the same. I, I also thought he would be in Ravenclaw. Okay. Because of the wit and learning, you know, yeah. it kind of fits him, uh, especially because he's, you know, basically an English teacher. Right. Um, I feel like, uh, honestly, because of pretty much everything you said, I, I don't, I don't, like everything you were saying, I was like, yeah, me too. I agree <laughs> with that. Yeah. Um, he, on account of his animal like what animal I thought oh, yeah, he would yeah. have I chose owl which I know is basic okay. but because I'm like he's number one a romantic yeah romantics write letters hmm, that's a really he's good an point. English teacher he likes to write that's a like, great point and I just was like he's gonna want to send a lot of letters you know what I mean yeah I didn't even think of and, that and like I just see him kind of with like a little wise old owl okay. you know what I mean and kind of like an arrow no maybe not quite an arrow maybe a um uh, um, what's it called? Her- Hermes? Oh, Percy's yeah, yeah, yeah. Owl. Percy's, Percy's owl. owl. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah, I just, I saw that. So, <laughs> I said he would have a toad because he's boring and kind of toady looking. <laughs> okay, I could kind of, I could totally see the toad. That's true. I, I totally see the toad. It's just me being, you know, whatever. But I, but now that you say owl with the letters, I think that's a really good point. Like, I didn't even that's think of I that. That's what I was thinking of. So I said for his best subject, mm-hmm. I, I was kind of torn between two. So, so I said history of magic, because he's like kind of boring. And also like Professor Binns just yeah. reads from a book the entire time. And I feel like that's, he would love that. Like he'd eat that up. But then I also said astrology, because he's all about like fate and kismet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like that, I could totally see him being in like... um Forenza's class yeah. and like staring at the stars and like trying to like read the fates and stuff like that. So those are the two. Cla- I was kind of torn between those. You know, it's funny that you said uh, history of magic because I because I sort of thought of history of magic first, and then I thought a little bit more about it, and I thought maybe he would. I I chose two classes because okay. I couldn't choose. Um, Charm would be one okay. because I could see him wanting to like. He's like kind of like. Quippy, like I was yeah, yeah. looking for. He's sort of, um, 
I don't know. Like, I can't think of the 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 way that. Well, I'm he is to charming. It. Yeah, so. he is. Char- he is does char- <laughs> like, but like little quick spells. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it would be his thing. Like, just like little quick spells. Yeah. you know. Um, well, he is kind of like Flitwick. We said. Yeah, the and I could see teacher. him doing like little charms, yeah. like in class and so on and so forth. Um, and then I actually I was torn on the second one because I thought of divination too, and it's yeah. really funny that you said that. I thought of divination because he's kind of got his head in the clouds. Right. I agree. But then I settled on. I feel like he's he is very like all about dreamy, but he also likes his books and his mm-hmm. learning. So I actually settled on arithmetic. Oh yeah, because arithmetic is um, let's see. Um, yeah, why don't Harry you tell Potter, us what it's about? Yeah, I actually like looked up the definition of what they called it at Harry Potter. Hang on, in, in Harry Potter. Yeah, because um, that's kind of like a like that's a class yeah, we don't get to. It's until, a branch like, of magic involving the study of the magical properties of numbers. Yes. So basically, and in like real life, it's like basically having to do with fate and like divination with numbers right. almost which is interesting because so, he's an english teacher so you think he wouldn't be big on numbers but yeah, i could see that but i feel like it's almost like a more um like book learning version of yeah. divination because divination is all about the inner eye right and right. i feel like he doesn't quite have that but he he would be happy to do divination when it comes to like coming out of a book almost yes. arithmetic is almost like the combination of those two things yeah so i think maybe charms and arithmetic was okay. what i landed on with him i can see that yeah um, okay, so I said, um, also I just want to note that the other reason I compared him to Lockhart is because of the hair. Yes, the hair. <laughs> uh, okay, I said for his favorite spell, I said either the cheering charm, because he's oh, kind of yeah. like cheerful and upbeat and whatever, or I don't know why, but I was, I think it's because I'm reading, um, I'm rereading Prisoner of Azkaban right now. I was thinking the ridiculous spell for a bogger because he would want to like make someone laugh. You know what I mean? Like he's just kind of like upbeat and cheerful. And so those were like the two I was kind of stuck between. Yeah, I can see that. Um, For spell for me, I I couldn't think of a good one for him. I was having a really hard time. Um, And I think that maybe like a like a quick charm yeah I don't know I think of him like just walking around casting little quick charms and I thought just Accio the summoning yeah because I was like oh he'll summon students papers to him right because you know I think about him like in his setting at you know he's like getting picking up their papers right getting coffee like I don't know I just thought like that would be just like a quick and quick charm yeah you know what I mean I don't know I couldn't think of anything I don't he's not super interesting so there you go yeah he's a little bit boring just a little charm for sure um and then for his job so I had, again, I was stuck between two. So I said that he would either be the headmaster at Hogwarts after having been a Hogwarts teacher. So okay. he would have been like Dumbledore where he was a professor first yeah. and then eventually took over. Or I said he would be the editor of the Daily Prophet because he's oh, like a, you know, that's a, really good one. a writer and editor. Like maybe he would be a, um, yeah, you know, that's actually not a bad one. Maybe he would be like a... An editor is a good one. Yeah. I was about to say, like, a journalist, but I don't think he's that interesting. No, I don't think he's, like, because he's definitely not, like, a Rita Skeeter or something like that. But I do feel like he would maybe work at the Daily Prophet. Like, I could see him for sure working there. Yeah, I can see that. You know what's funny, though, is uh, you said how you thought that maybe his, like, best subject would be history of magic. Mm -hmm. I put that, I thought he would be the teacher of magic. Yeah, well, that's that's what I originally had. So I was thinking that. I just was like, he's... Like, he teaches, like, Shakespeare, you know what I mean? (laughs) And so I think about, like, history of magic. Like, I'm not saying he would be as boring as Professor Ben, but, like, 
He's kind of like a bland guy. Yeah. So I feel like he would teach a kind of bland subject. Right. You know, not that, you know, history of magic probably could be pretty interesting. Right. But history can always be pretty bland, too, if it's yeah. not taught by the right teacher. Well, and Binns is, like, literally reading out of a book. Yeah, I mean, he's a dead guy. Yeah, you know, so. so he's a ghost, so. Exactly. So that was how we pegged Max. Okay, cool. Um, I say we move on to Dean. Okay, let's do Dean. Okay, I'll go first. You go time. first. So I struggled with where to put Dean. Uh-huh. I ultimately and strongly landed on Hufflepuff. Oh, okay. I landed on Hufflepuff because the definition of the Hogwarts houses is for Hufflepuff. Hold on, I have it right here. Um, Hufflepuff values hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty. Hmm. Okay. Dean, huge hard worker. You know right, what I mean? Right. He, he he works in a store, works his butt off, works on cars. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Um, loyalty. He sticks by Rory, yep. like, thick and thin. Even after they break up, yeah. he still is a good friend to her. You know what I mean? Like, he he sticks by things. And I feel like he he is honest and true. Mm-hmm. That's, like, how they define Hufflepuffs. Because I was bordering on, like, putting him in Gryffindor mm-hmm. for a bit. But I was like, you know what? Like, he does have chivalry. But I wouldn't peg him as, like, courageous. Like, that's not, mm. like, to me... I feel like he's more of a hard worker and loyal than he is courageous. Like, Interesting. Because okay. he kind of sticks with what he knows. Even with when when Rory kind of starts not treating him so hot, like instead of like having the nerve to leave, yeah. he just like kind of sticks to loyalty. You know what I mean? Which yeah. isn't always a bad thing, but right. I, I put him in Hufflepuff. Okay. I also struggled with this one, and I actually flip-flopped. I had the opposite of you. Yeah. So I had Gryffindor as his first house, with followed very closely by Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. And the reason I put him in Gryffindor is I think, so, you know, like I read in the song, Gryff- Gryffindors are brave at heart, they're daring, they have nerve, you know, chivalry. And I think he does have a lot of chivalry. Like, he's he very, does. like, yeah. chivalrous toward Rory and, like, makes the first move and, like, backs That's off true, when yeah. he thinks that she doesn't like him. He's, you know, he's very much, like, um, he has a lot of nerve, like, when he goes to, like, meet her mom and mm-hmm. meet her grandparents and goes to the dance, you know, even though he, like, clearly doesn't really want to go. He goes because she wants to. And, um, and I also feel like he's kind of a little bit of a hothead which Gryffindors can be like they yeah, can be a little true. bit of a hothead of, like later in the series we see that and I kind of compared him to so I said that Dean is good and kind and good loyal and charming but he has a bit of a temper he actually reminds me a lot of like Ron and Harry or James James Potter he's kind of got a James Potter vibe like he's kind of arrogant and like he knows he's hot and he knows it you know Mm -hmm. and like I could definitely see him like um he's got swagger but like at his core he's a good guy and I feel like Uh, he is like James once he's met Lily like he's got that arrogance that swagger but then he meets like the love of his life and he becomes this really good guy I get that it's funny to me though that you didn't relate him to Cedric well so I thought about Cedric I meant to say that yeah partially sort of also swung me towards Hufflepuff is because he, you know, like, Cedric is brave. Oh, he yeah. Did, he did the Trivers sure. tournament, you know. But he, he's he's big on, like, fairness. Yes. And, you know, he yes. finishes um, the Trivers. Twi- he chooses to, like, yeah. get the trophy with Harry at the right. same time because Harry saved him. And that's, like, justice. Yeah. You know and I mean? even in the third book, which I'm reading right now, I have totally forgot this. When Harry... When they're playing Hufflepuff in the in one of the Quidditch matches, yeah. matches and Harry falls off his broom because of the Dementor, Cedric, Cedric had caught mad. the snitch, snitch and was like, "Let's start it over." Needs to like be I redone. didn't, yeah. This wasn't fair. So you're yeah. right. He is a lot like Cedric. Um, you know, I said though that like 
he loves his sister. He's a really good brother. And I just kind of see that, like, Ron Harry side yeah, of him. Yeah, You know what true. I mean? I do think it could go both ways. Totally. Um, so, yeah. So, that was why I put him in Gryffindor. But I do think that he could easily be... Like, I think the hat would have a hard time with, with him. With him. Between those two. So, um... Okay, so... And then I said that he would have an owl. Okay. Because he just kind of strikes me as an owl guy. Uh, but I don't know why. <laughs> I actually went with rat. Oh, okay. Because I feel like... Not like some, like... I feel like he might have, he, he kind of seems like the kind of guy that would get like hand-me-downs, kind yeah, of like Yeah, you're right. Like hand-me-downs. Because, you know, yeah. he's like a, he's a middle-class, middle-class kid. Yeah. Like he'd get a hand-me-down yeah. rat from maybe his dad or something that like he likes and it's cool. It like comes right. around in his pocket with him, you know totally. what I mean? And like goes with him in his car rides that he just like, he's like Ron where he kind of right. loves it, but he's also a little ashamed of it almost. Right. Or it's just, he talks, not ashamed of it. He talks about it kind of like it's a piece of junk, but like, but then when it comes it, down to like, when, to like it. in the third book, the yeah. third book has is so relatable to yes. everything. Yeah, like when he thinks Scabbers is dead, that like he's really sad about it. Yeah, yeah. I said owl, but I think it would be more like a family owl, like Errol. Like yeah. I don't think he'd have his own with his owl. Yeah, yeah, he'd have to share it with his sister uh-huh. for sure. Um, so for class, I chose Care of Magical Creatures. Okay, only because I had a hard time placing him, and I struggled between a few. I yeah. actually thought maybe. Um, I, but I feel like he's a person that would want to be outdoors. Yes, I agree. I thought about herbology yeah. for a while. Um, but then I was like, mm, him like working slowly with plants. Like, yeah, it can be a rough job for yeah. sure. But I feel like he's kind of like a down and dirty person. He'd yeah. be good. Like, he would be cool working with blasted. He's and good with his hands. And all yeah. the, he, like, he could be gentle enough to work with like unicorns, brave enough to work with. Um, totally. Like the, what are they called? The, um. Wither wings, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm literally reading it right Buck, now. Buckbeak, Buck, yeah, the Griff, uh, Griff. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally read it today. Why am I, I can't blanking? What they're called. Um, those, yeah. and then also like Blasted's groups, right, like right, you right. totally like be on edge with them. You know what I mean? Right. Which is also partially like I see. I saw I miss Cedric a little bit with that. Yeah. So that's sort of why I chose Care Magical Creatures. I feel like, and I feel like he also would vibe really well with with Hagrid. Oh, for sure. I think he'd vibe so well for with Hagrid. sure. I actually said, so it's not technically, well, it is a subject, but it's not. So I said that he would actually excel in um, broom, broom writing lessons yeah. with Madame Hooch. And in that, I think he'd be really good at Quidditch. That's which, so again, really relates to like Cedric and Harry and like all of these people and James like and Ron. They all played Quidditch. I feel like he'd be really good on a broom. I feel like he would want to be outside. He's yeah. brave enough that he'd like want to jump on a broom and like go for it. Go for it. Like he could play any of the positions. Like okay. he could be a beater. He could be like a chaser. <laughs> Bless you. He could be um, a seeker. Like he could do any of those. It is so funny that you say that. I'm gonna skip to a different one just because because you said that. So well, guess what I wrote down as his job. Okay, I wait. Okay, yeah, I think we're similar. I didn't, I didn't put professional Quidditch player. No, okay, I, I didn't either. I didn't either. I put that, I think that he would own quality Quidditch <gasps> supplies. Okay, I put that maybe he'd be a broom maker. Yeah, okay, that's good too. Yeah. Because I was like, because I was like, okay, he seems like the guy, he worked at Dosey's Market, where he'd like maybe work at quality Quidditch yes. supplies while he went to like, because he, you know, he talked about going to community college. Yeah. Like while he studied maybe at like a local, whatever, you know, during school on his summers, he'd work at quality Quidditch right. supplies while he played Quidditch for the school. Not quite good enough to be yeah. a pro but then like he'd be really good friends with the owner I feel yeah. like he seems like that kind of kid that would become really good friends and then the owner would leave the shop right, to him right. and I was like I was like that shop's in Diagon Alley I could totally see him totally. becoming the owner of quality Quidditch supplies That's, like I totally saw it you know what's funny though is that you it's said so funny you said that you, well it's funny you said care of magical creatures because I said he could either have been a broom maker 
Or I think he could work with dragons like Charlie Weasley. Oh, I think yeah. he'd be in so Romania? good at that, That'd right? Because really cool. he'd want to be like hands on, and it's not like a job that you like have to go to school for. It's like a more you think learn on your with, feet like, on cars and stuff. Yes, you totally exactly. Work with yeah, I totally could see that. Yeah, um, and then for okay for the spell, I, I feel like I wasn't super creative with the spell. I just kept thinking about. How he likes working on cars. Uh-huh. And so I thought maybe like Defendo or Scourgeify. Oh, okay. Defendo cuts things, yes. you know, like, and Scourgeify, like, cleans, like, for instance, Ron uses it to clean the grease out of the right, oven. Right. Like, he would be using it to clean the grease off his hands yeah. after working on a car or something. That's a good one. So I thought Defendo or Scourgeify. So I said, and this I think goes back to why I compare him to like, um, to like James Potter, mm-hmm. I could see him doing like Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah. Because I could just see him like wanting to levitate random things for fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of strikes uh-huh. me as that kind of guy. And again, like that has to do with like flying and playing Quidditch and all that stuff. Like I feel like he'd be very into that spell mm-hmm. and using that spell. That's so funny. Yeah. That- <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so that's Dean. Moving on to Luke. Yeah. Okay. So I think Luke is probably the one. That I had the hardest time with placing okay. in a house. I was torn between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. Okay. And ultimately I chose Gryffindor. Oh, okay. Um, because I do think that Luke is very chivalrous. Yes. And chivalrous also like extended with he cares a lot. Mm-hmm. He cares a lot about his community even though he doesn't want to admit it. He's stubborn, which right. I feel like Gryffindors are stubborn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he cares about... I feel like I, I see him... Has... I'm like... <laughs> I'm trying to relate him to another to a character, and I feel like I had one in mind, but I can't think of it. But like he, he, he sticks to his ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's, I don't know. I just feel like he's like, like Hufflepuff. He's very loyal. Like he kept his dad's shop the yeah. way it was. Like, but I also think that when I think of tradition, I think of like Gryffindor yeah. almost. So I had a hard time <laughs> placing him, but I think ultimately I went with Gryffindor. Yeah. Nugget, are you are you trying to give your two cents on this? She agrees. What do you think? She agrees. So I actually, again, flip-flop, the opposite. I said that Luke would be Hufflepuff, uh-huh. first house, and then his, like, secondary house would be Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said it's because, so Luke is kind to his core, despite his cranky exterior. Yeah. He's a loyal and true friend, and he'll never give up on the people he loves, like his sister, Jess, yes. Lorelai, like the hardest people yeah. to love, he loves them. He'll always do the right by them. Yeah. But it's funny because I actually compared him to Gryffindor, people so I said he kind of reminds me of a mix of like Remus and Sirius Remus like yeah. he's very much like Remus he's kind of quiet but serious with the stubbornness yeah. and then also a little bit of Hagrid but you know what I think he's very Sirius like ha- is a really Hagrid. good one because when you think about like his dad okay so yeah. Luke's dad was like really big on being a reenactor and very traditional and he's very yes. traditional very into the holidays whereas Sirius I mean Sirius wanted to be opposite of his family yes. Sirius wanted to be a Gryffindor through and through even though his whole family was Slytherin and I feel like yeah. Like and he didn't like the pure blood yeah, thing. He just like whereas like Luke doesn't Luke, like the traditional yeah, thing. Luke, you know, as much as he is loyal to his his dad and stuff, he's very like on his own yeah. sort of a way. Yeah. yeah. He was hard. Yeah, he's hard. I, I said he's also a little bit like Hagrid to me and just how much he loves like um like how much Hagrid loves like Ron and, and Harry and Hermione. I feel like um Luke has that similarity with like Rory. Yeah. And um but I did I did ultimately say Hufflepuff just because he is so loyal and uh and yeah, and he just loves people through and through. Um, and I also said that he would have a toad because he's kind of a crotchety guy and I can just imagine him having a toad. <laughs> okay, so it's funny that you said that. Okay, so 
Yeah, do you think so too? Okay, so this is like my favorite thing that I I thought of maybe for all these three people about, I was like, what animal do I think Luke would have? Because realistically, I'm like, I don't think Luke would have an animal. Like he doesn't seem, okay, my first thought was he would not have an animal. Like he he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would want an animal. I mean, can you imagine Luke getting an animal? Yeah, you're right. It would never happen. But Luke cares a lot. And he and he likes to pretend he doesn't like things when he really does care. I know what you're going to say. So I think what would happen would be Luke would not have an animal. Yeah. But then, like, a cold, hungry, sick kitten would yep. show up outside yep. of his store or yep. wherever he was. And he would, like, see it and, like, feed it. And it would keep coming back every day. Yep. And it would, like, stubbornly, like, rub up against his leg. <laughs> It'd be, like... Almost as stubborn as he was, yeah. he was like lovingly, and then all of a sudden he would be attached to it, and he always yes. would talk about it as if he like it was just some like mangy cat that yeah. like, he didn't care about. But in reality, like he would like Lorelai would come to his store every day, and all of a sudden there'd be like a new cat tree sitting yeah. in the corner, and a new, they'd be like, "Oh well, it, I was at the store and it was already on sale, was so I just thought I would just grab it." You know, I could see he him would genuinely like, care. Though. I could see him having like a Crookshanks cat, yeah. like a really like a just a jerk cat that like jumps on someone's head, jumps on his head, and he's like, "Oh, I guess this cat." Really? I, I feel like he would have a super loving cat that, like, when he would go to sleep no, like, at night, Shakes is like, very loving. He would like he would like ha- like make a bed of blankets on, yeah. on the floor for it, where he'd be like, okay, this is where you sleep. But then, and then sleeps like, in bed with and him. then every night yeah. he would like turn and he'd yeah. be like asleep on his chest or something, and eventually he would give up, you know. Yeah. And then like he would like fall in love with this cat, but never admit how yeah. much he loves the cat, you know. I, but that's what I mean by Crookshanks. Is I feel like like. They all, like, Ron especially acts like he hates Crookshanks, but then I feel like he eventually, like, learns yeah. to love Crookshanks. And I feel like it's a similar situation to that, where, like, it's just this cat that you're, like, he can't help but love, even uh-huh. though it's, like, a, you know, a total, like, nobody else wanted it kind I, of cat. When I thought of that, I was like, That's yes. Great. I was like, that has to be his animal. I love that. And Nugget agrees. Nugget agrees. She loves cats. That's why. And I think I kind of, um did a bit of a cop-out answer when it came to his job because oh, okay. he already owns yeah. a diner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, what, so, no, his best subject first. Oh, oh, his best subject. Oh, I didn't talk about that yet. Yeah. Oh, actually, okay, so I had a hard time with this one and you're going to think my choice is weird but okay. I landed on Muggle Studies. Oh, okay. And it's only because I do think Luke really cares about the community and the people around him. Yeah. And when his daughter comes into his life, he cares about the things that he's she's interested in. Right. So I could see him as a wizard being really interested in the Muggle he likes the sim- simple things. That's you know true, I mean? yeah. Being interested in their lives and caring about what isn't, like, with them and, yeah. and wanting to work with them in a way. Totally. Because he likes simplicity. I could see him being, like, a Mr. Weasley where he wants to tinker around with, yeah. like, like, he's always fixing the toaster. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I could see him being, like, fascinated by, like, oh, how do escalators yeah. work or whatever. And also just because he genuinely, genuinely cares. Yeah, you know I agree. what I mean? So I, that's why I went with Muggle Studies. That's a good one. I went with Care of Magical Creatures yeah. because, again, I was thinking he, about that he's, one like, too. an outdoorsy guy he's always wearing a flannel and a baseball yeah. hat he's kind of like he reminds me of Hagrid he's like a mountain man yeah. you know what I, I mean think, like I think he would vibe well with Hagrid and stuff and I, yes. I thought about that too but then I'm like I feel like he would act like he didn't want to work yeah, with animals totally. so I like that's the only reason I didn't go with it um, but I, but I feel like he would relate to the animals more. Like you know how Hagrid is always defending the yeah. creatures. Like oh they didn't mean to. He didn't mean yeah. to. I feel like he Luke would kind of do that because yeah. I feel like he would like animals more than people. Yeah, <laughs> you know I can what see I mean? that happening. Um, okay, for his job. For his job. I okay. It might be a cop out answer. I feel like we have the same answer. So obviously I was gonna make him be the owner of a food establishment yeah, a food or drink establishment but there were a lot of options yeah there was the hogshead the right. three broomsticks the leaky, leaky cauldron. cauldron yeah but you know what i settled on the leaky cauldron okay and the reason why is because hogshead 
Like, Luke would not let his place get, like, nasty and dingy true, like that. True. Like, yes, the hogshead was, like, ancient, possibly yeah. passed down. I didn't go with the three broomsticks because I don't think Luke is that trendy. No. It's not, like... He's I not a Madame Rose Murda. I yeah. went with the Leaky Cauldron because, once again, going on the theme with I think Luke cares about everyone, it's the bridge. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like you go to Stoller Hill, yeah. Luke's Coffee is, like, one of the first places you're going to stop at. Like, all the people stop into Luke's Coffee right. on their way through right. Stars Hollow. Whereas Le- Leaky Cauldron is the bridge going into Diagon Alley. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's the perfect in-between. It's been the same way for ages. Yes. The Leaky Cauldron is what Diagon Alley was essentially built, built around. On, yeah. You know what I mean? It's never changed. Right. It'll always be the same. Williams Hardware. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I went with the owner of the Leaky Cauldron. So I had the exact same thought. I honestly thought he could have done all three. Any yeah, of them. that's true. He's, because the three broomsticks is super popular and like all the kids go there. And even though Luke hates it, like all the kids go to Luke's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I said the hog's head because he's kind of like an Aberforth. He's a little bit like... Oh, stubborn. He's stubborn yeah. and, and, you know, again, bearded and Cares mysterious. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or the Leaky Cauldron because, yes, you're 100% right. It's the most popular place to go. It's been around for ages. Um, it's probably been passed down for, you know, from wizard yeah. to wizard. Or, so I have, so I have the, those, like he would be... I said he'd be a bartender slash owner of any of those. Or I said he could be the potions teacher... Because he's very into like potions, reminds me of like cooking. It's yeah. very like, but I also thought he didn't have enough patience to do that. Well, but then I thought of Snape. He's kind of got that like yeah, Snape exterior. That's true. And then I also said he could have been the groundskeeper slash, slash keeper of the keys at Hogwarts yeah. after a successful but short lived Quidditch career. Because oh, you remember you know, Luke played he baseball. Was a baseball player. So I thought he could have played Quidditch for That's a short amount true. of time and then retired. And what then. What position do you think he would have played? Ooh. Because I would go with keeper. I could see I could keeper. See I could keeper. also see a beater. Keeper or beater. Those are yeah. those are really good ones. Yeah. Okay, I'd like to add on to my Leaky Cauldron thing because I forgot I wanted to say this. Part of the reason also I went with Leaky Cauldron is Leaky Cauldron is not just a bar and pub. It's also um, has rooms. Yeah, it's an inn. And so what I think would think is he's, he marries Lorelai. Oh, that's right. She could manage she has the, the inn inside of it. Right. And he could manage like the that's a good bar point. pub area of it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it has an inn. That's perfect. That's because a really good point. Because they could like own it jointly as a married couple totally yeah i okay so that's a really good point so for his favorite spell you're gonna love this <laughs> i said silencio uh-huh because he's always like no cell phones like oh he that's a like, really good one like the, like the noise of cell phones yeah like he's just kind of a silent brooding type and that's so i can really see him one. doing like silencio all the time just for, like, I, peace and quiet. Okay, mine is lame. I went with Aguamenti. <laughs> oh, yeah! Because he's always refilling people's, like, waters point, yeah. at, his, at his job, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, so, I went with Aguamenti. I have that for a different character in a later episode oh, that you're okay. going to love. All right. So, Spoilers. yeah, awesome. Well, I love that we didn't necessarily agree on everything, but we yeah. we had similar reasons. You can see our thought pattern. Totally, totally. Alright, uh, so for our friends out there, please, please, please hit us up on our Instagram or our e- email. Yeah. Our Instagram is at Friday Night Dinner Pod. Pod. And our email is Friday Night Dinner Podcast at gmail.com. Please let us know what your opinions would be on yeah. where they would be sorted, what you think their job would be in the uh, wizarding, wizarding world. world. Cast your vote onto what you think about yeah. each of these characters. And tell us your reasoning, because if yeah. like, maybe you'll come up with something better than us, and we'll talk about it in the next totally. episode, okay? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we said, this is just the first of many. Uh, we have a lot of characters to sort, but we want to break it into little digestible chunks. So today it was our sorting of the suitors. Thanks for joining us for this uh Sorting Stars Hollow, and um, we will see you next time. Yeah, see you soon. Bye.